0: Hello and welcome to Season 4 of the Lawyer's Learning Center with DHIA podcast. This season, we are going to dive into all things cyber-related. Cyber attacks, data breaches, cybersecurity, and cyber liability insurance. Subscribe so you don't miss a thing. We show up every Thursday to deliver insightful information on professional liability insurance, discuss business insurance solutions, and unpack the phases of running a business. Recovering from a data breach or cyber attack, an IT perspective. It will happen. It's not if, but when you get hit by a cyber attack or data breach. What's your plan for when it happens? Cyberattacks and data breaches hit companies of all sizes, but small and medium businesses get hit more than large businesses. Prepare for the eventuality. Then, you're prepared to manage the crisis. Zach Wilcoxon runs pretext Managed IT Services. Like many, he's seen cyberattacks skyrocket during the COVID-19 crisis. Zach sat down for an interview and answered the following questions. What are the first steps you should take when hit by a cyber attack? What is business continuity and why is it important? Should you pay the ransom? How long does it take to restore the system after a ransomware attack? Is there a point where it makes sense just to scrap everything you have and start over? How do you establish an escalation protocol for a cyber attack? What does a managed IT provider service cost? What are the first steps you should take when hit by a cyber attack? The first thing I would recommend doing is isolating the affected infrastructure, typically by disconnecting it from the network to keep it from spreading. And then I would have your IT team investigate to determine the level of breach that has occurred and the source of the vulnerability. Then, depending on your industry, if you're subject to HIPAA, GDPR compliance, or anything like that, There are times in which you'd need to report that a breach has occurred. CEOs and presidents oftentimes don't want to know that there is an issue until it's been officially confirmed. Ideally, they will want the breach to go through a chain of command, starting with the IT team. Because the IT team is going to have the most insight into the infrastructure and can identify if a breach did occur. For example, some of what we are going to be talking about through this process is phishing. If an employee thinks they have received a phishing email, they should follow the chain of command and send that email to the IT team. That way, the IT department can do a deeper dive and identify whether or not a breach or cybersecurity vulnerability is present. What is business continuity and why is it important? Every business should invest in the proper backups, not just data backups, but also system and application backups. This is called business continuity. You may have data backups going to an external drive, but what if your main application server gets hit with ransomware? How long is it going to take to set up another server, install the applications, and then restore that data to a new machine? This process can take hours. Sometimes it can even take days depending on the resources you have available. Having business continuity in place makes the recovery process much easier. One way to implement business continuity is to have a virtual machine that is running at all times in congruency with the main application server and is taking backups frequently. Typically, you would want it to send every 15 minutes for a differential backup. A differential backup will pull anything that's changed over to the virtual machine. Then if ransomware hits your main application server, you can change the host name of that virtual machine to the host name of what was the main application server. So what could have been a multiple hour or multiple day downtime can be culled down to a few minutes of downtime. And the wheels of your business can keep turning. Business continuity is an investment, but in the event of a data breach or cyber attack, it saves so much money on the back end by not having to be down for long periods of time. We use a downtime calculator to determine the cost of being down by not having the proper infrastructure in place. Long story short, it is very costly for most businesses to shut down shop for any amount of time. Should you pay the ransom? No, you should never pay the ransom. If you have the proper backup and business continuity in place, you won't need to pay the ransom. You can shut the application server down if you get hit with ransomware. Then restore from a backup virtual machine that you have running for business continuity. Next, you can reformat the main application server that was hit. You give it a totally clean slate and then do what's called a bare metal restore from your virtual machine to the application server. You can take the image that's on the virtual machine and apply it to that application server. Now your application server is back to the point where it was prior to the ransomware. If you don't have business continuity and you get hit with ransomware, you're in a bad spot. This is the worst case scenario. Now, at that point, you need to make a decision to pay the ransom or not. If you don't pay the ransom, you are definitely not getting your data back. But if you pay the ransom, there is also a chance you won't get your data back. Don't put yourself in that position. How long does it take to restore the system after a ransomware attack? That depends on the backup and continuity solutions in place but it can take anywhere from a few minutes to several days. Is there a point where it makes sense just to scrap everything you have and start over? Technology advances quickly with hardware and software. Depending on your infrastructure, there are certainly times in which it does make sense to scrap a portion and upgrade those things. One example is firewalls a lot of times people are using old firewalls that aren't doing much in regards to protection in today's modern cybersecurity realm. Obviously, you want to continually upgrade your system, but if you're waiting until a ransomware attack and then you're rebuilding from scratch, then you aren't properly prepared. And that's what I'm really trying to drill down here is that cybersecurity is all about being prepared. How do you establish an escalation protocol for a cyber attack? It depends on the size of the organization. If it's a small organization, I would go to the head honcho immediately. Otherwise, I'd train the employees to go to the IT team or another single point of contact first. The CEO and president typically are not the individuals that are handling these day-to-day operations. In my experience, a lot of who we end up working with are operation managers, director of operations, those folks. In this new age where we're working from home, people are a little on edge. People are a little bit on edge and they feel like they might be compromised when they might not be. So it's important to have a single point of contact and potentially a backup point of contact. Then clearly communicate that to the employees. What does a managed IT provider service cost? Many businesses are moving to a managed IT service provider model. This brings enterprise-level expertise to small and medium businesses. Find the right provider that works for a small team and can fit within a budget. Typically, fees range from $75 to $125 per user per month. You may be starting a business and trying to minimize cost. The question is how much risk you're willing to endure. And the key is to minimize your risk while trying to stay within the IT budget. Just keep the long view in mind. After you get hit by a cyber attack, managed IT services look cheaper with hindsight. Final Thoughts Start with the realization that you will get hit by a cyber attack or data breach. Be prepared. Have a plan. Make sure your employees know how to respond if they're concerned. All of these are components of business continuity. Employees staring at ransomware messages on their screens is not the time to start thinking about your business continuity. And the costs of idled employees Frustrated customers and last-minute troubleshooting add up quickly. Sadly, we live in a world with bad and malicious actors. You can pretend they aren't there or won't go after your company. Many other small businesses had the same plan and regretted it. The future is in your control. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Lawyers Learning Center with DHIA podcast. If you found this information useful, please subscribe and share. We invite you to share your biggest takeaway in the comments, ask us a question, or suggest a topic you'd like to hear. Your feedback will help us keep our topics relevant for you, which is why we are here. If you're new here, we encourage you to listen to our first two seasons Our Lawyers MBA series was created to cover the topics law school missed and is packed with actionable tips on running the business side of a law practice. Tune in next Thursday where we'll go over what drives the cost of cyber liability and how you can minimize the cost.